Listener Production. Like the black pudding in a full English breakfast. Don't ask any questions. Just start chewing. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, as the NRL hit Las Vegas for the first time, Alex Dyson, I was hitting Auckland City, a very great place, um, and getting absolutely rattled by the New Zealand to Brisbane jet lag over the weekend. What were you doing in... um Auckland. We were over there um, playing for Australia versus New Zealand. Australia coming away with the win in the cricket. They did. They did indeed. Um, no, I wasn't doing any of... Well, I'm not going to say too much about what I was doing. Um, let's let's just say it did involve some cameras. Uh, but, Alex Dyson, it's not about what I got up to on the weekend. No, 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 no. Because we got a message from Alana who got in touch and said, I am a hugely curious what Alex is up to this weekend as he stumbled when Matt asked him. And Alex, I don't think I've ever known you to be lost for words. No, love a yabba. We've got a grab here. Let's listen to it. Dasa, what are you getting up to this weekend? Oh, boy. Question without notice. Um, uh... <laughs> so... You had nada. Is that because you <laughs> had nothing wait. to do or are you being sus as? Wait, wait, wait. At what point did that recording end and it was just us sitting waiting for us to, me to talk more? <laughs> yeah, I know. I couldn't tell whether the recording ended or not. I was like, are we back on? Um, Daiso, explain well, yourself. Were you lost for words because you were trying to hide something? No, I was lost for words because I generally didn't know what I was doing the weekend. I did not do a bunch. What did I do? I ended up, I played a little bit of Xbox... Um, might have gone for a walk. But the thing that I was talking about mm-hmm. was we were going to have a special guest at Comedy Republic, Julian O'Shea. Oh, yeah. Who, um, Did that happen? Who, unfortunately, was sick on the day and couldn't come. No! So my one thing I could think of I was going to do didn't happen. But maybe in the future. So really, you had a big old boring weekend. Yep. Yeah, sorry, Alana. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Bron. For letting the team down there. Oh my goodness. What are we supposed to do in this whole well, podcast? We've got a week to talk about. Well, if you want, um, you could tell us what you did on the weekend, given that now you have teased that. Well, I told you, I went I went to Auckland and I can't say what I've <laughs> filmed for, uh, you know, for, uh, for publicity reasons. Ah, when, can you say when we'll find out? Well, I don't know. Maybe later this year. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, uh, big show though today. Stick with us. It's all day breakfast. Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, I've got to say it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the internet in the last week or so. Um, sometimes it sucks hanging out on the internet. Lame, boring, oh, It can terrible. be a rotten place, mate. Can be. It can be. So jacked full of negativity everywhere you look. There's disaster, destruction, and toxicity. Yeah. So, you know, you just, sometimes you got to log off. But sometimes there's a good kind of Freud, and that was for the poor, poor people who forked out 35 pounds or 70 Australian dollars per ticket to check out Glasgow's own Willy's Chocolate Experience, a uh, Willy Wonka Wonderland, <laughs> which turned out to be an absolute deplorable mess. Did you see this over the weekend? Oh, I did not see this. <laughs> Mate, what is this? Did, are you kidding me? You no. did not see in Glasgow, there was a 
There was a sort of theme park that these people set up in a warehouse. It was advertised as having an enchanted garden, an imagination lab, a twilight tunnel, but instead was just a few trestle tables set up, a a colourful mushroom or two, the most depressed-looking Oompa Loompa you've seen in your life, (laughs) who seems to be running a little meth lab off to the side, and a weird character with a mask that came out from a mirror... Nothing to do with Willy Wonka. I think they just had a mask. They they created a character called the Unknown, and uh, yeah, scared the children. Oh, I'm w- I'm looking at videos now, photos. This is so woeful. <laughs> it was it was bedlam. It opened on the first day. It it shut down halfway through its first day because the police were called <laughs> at how how bad that this was. People were saying they were getting ripped off. <laughs> criminally ripped off at the advertising for this. And the website's still up right now as, at the time of recording, williechocolateexperience.com. They just used AI to generate a few of the photos. And including, AI's not very good at writing English yet. Like, it's quite good at photos, but if you say, include these words. And so, look at these photos. It says, instead of captivating, cat-gating, cat-gating, Exaster Dre lollipops. Like, it's an absolute mess. Oh, yeah. Someone, I mean, someone needs to go. Someone needs to go up in the elevator. Wonka's <laughs> elevator. Whoever organized this needs to go up in the elevator and shot into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Never to come back. Uh, it's been described as the fire festival for kids. Um, <laughs> a disaster. Some of the actors, like people, the actors came out and said, because they got employed to be there, they go, oh, no, this is going to be rubbish. They tried to soldier through. But it, the chocolate, there was no chocolate at the chocolate experience. They gave the kids a jelly bean and a quarter <laughs> cup of lemonade. <laughs> so oh, no. And the memes have been coming thick and fast. <laughs> I tell you what, Google Willy Wonka Glasgow memes and you'll be getting some absolute <laughs> fire, speaking of fire, fire festival happening there. Bron, you, you were all over this over the weekend. Oh my, I can't believe you didn't see it, Matt. It was everywhere. I did not see a, a, a single thing. Oh, so, I mean, like, I'm just looking at this, this site now. Indie 100 has 38 of the funniest Glasgow Willy Wonka <laughs> memes. 38 of the funniest ones. And ironically, like, this got better press than it, it could have. This has gone better than it ever could have. If, if they reopened, they would have thousands of people lining up to visit the the, the awful, pathetic excuse <laughs> there has been for calls, a Wonka fa- factory. There's been calls online for people to say, like, bring it back. We want to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could Just, this could be it. This could be like a, a cult phenomenon. Some of these, um, some of the yeah memes here, Jason Derulo has fallen down the steps of the Wonka experience. <laughs> Kate Middleton's been spotted at the Willy Wonka experience. Um, and I've, I've, got a, I've got a feeling, actually, that it's going to reopen because I've just heard that they've brought out a, a theme, a new theme tune for Willy's Chocolate Experience. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you hear that? Who's, who's, singing the, who's singing the theme tune? I think Gene Wilder has been. From the, original, to, from the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, has been brought out. So um, Wow. Did you get an exclusive of this? Have an exclusive. Let's have a listen. <clears throat> Come with me and you'll see a true Scottish abomination. Take a look and you'll see the staff's pure humiliation. 
We'll begin with the spin. They said it would fill you with elation, but the families all received nothing but frustration. <laughs> they were shown the unknown, a true Willy Wonka desecration, <laughs> just some bloke in a cloak. Creating child alienation. <laughs> so that's it. It was shit. So bad it was a viral sensation. Instead of dreams, we made memes. And now I kind of want to go there on vacation. So keep an eye out whether they will reopen <laughs> Willie's Chocolate Experience in Glasgow. Uh, it remains to be seen. But until then, just like the unknown, I think the organizers take, need to take a look in the mirror and have a good hard look at themselves. <laughs> Name that thing. Yes, that's right. It is Australia's sixth favorite game show in which I um, challenge you to name a thing. Uh, based on a couple of headlines that I have seen around the place across the week. And Alex Dyson, how do you feel? Are you feeling up for it? I'm ready to go. Although I've been struggling with naming the thang recently. Producer Bron. Yeah, you have not named that thang much. Yeah. Bron's onto it. Bron's red hot. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm getting really good, I think. I found my I found my passion. Yeah. <laughs> so right. what you need to do is listen to the news stories Matt says and link them all together to uh, produce the name of a person place. Now this is a yeah this is a uh, this is a movie. Okay. Okay. We're looking for a movie title. This is a movie. Is it obscure? Because that's my downfall is not knowing the answer even when you tell me the person. <laughs> okay, listen, just just try and figure this out, okay? Here we go. Now from the US Weekly Published a few days ago, the headline is Mel B doesn't think she could be scary spice today. Um, there's been a little bit of controversy around the naming of scary spice over the years, given that she is the only uh, mixed race member of the group. And then that the, the worrying that the, the idea of being called scary feeds into the scary uh, black woman trope. Negative uh, stereotypes. Yes, exactly. So on a podcast recently, Mel B said, I think we're all a bit too politically correct. I calmed down in these last few years. Before, if you were interviewing me, I'd be like, show me your questions. I'd be the protector of the group that comes in there and says, hold on a minute. I'll say what's happening here. And because of that, that is actually what made her scary. Right. So she was in interviews, the most intimidating to talk to because she'd uh, vet the questions before they were asked. She would try and run the show, yes. In fact, do you know that the the reason why they all got their nicknames was actually from, quote Mel B, a lazy journalist. And that journalist was the editor of Top of the Pops magazine who couldn't be bothered to remember their names, so assigned them all nicknames. And Mel B had been in there trying to run the whole shoot and her, him and his uh, photo editor, I believe, was were like, man, this chick's scary. And uh, and so then they were like, well, you're Scary Spice. So wait, it wasn't a self-propelled given nicknames. I thought, I, I thought that all of their names, I thought they came up with themselves as well. It but marketing, actually it yeah. was just it was just a, a journalist who goes, well, I'm going to call you Scary Spice. I'm going to call you Ginger Spice. I'm going to call you, you know, Sporty Spice. And wow. they, they, they all looked at each other. <laughs> 
And they all looked at each other and were like, yeah, let's, this works. Let's run with it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. So that's the first one. Mel B doesn't think she could be scary spice today because people would be offended. That's the first headline. The second headline is from Yahoo Finance. And it goes like this. Famous Aussie bars, awkward mistake on menu, lands backpacker freebie. But is it legal? Now, this is a story about a backpacker who found themselves in Sydney recently at Opera Bar. We've been there before, Alex Dyson, you and I. Yes. Uh, they, it did prompt an investigation into uh, some missing skewies. Um, after that, as a few skewies <laughs> disappeared from the scene. Yes. Uh, and I'll tell you what, when, you, when you're in the, the prime position of drinks by the Harbour Bridge, anyone who's visited Sydney will know you pay a pretty penny for the privilege. But... As in the drink prices are a bit exier yeah, than most yeah, places. Yeah, you, yeah. Ch- you know, they put the tax on there, the, the good view tax. Um, and But this particular backpacker actually was scrolling on the online menu. You know, they ask you to do the QR codes. Yeah. When you, you know, like scan the QR code, order off your phone. Bring it to the table. Yep. So the, the backpacker was doing that notices bottle of wine, zero (laughs) dollars goes, all right. Don't mind if I do. Zero dollars, not too bad. <laughs> yeah. So you look in the dollars column, it's not like an alcoholic-free wine, alcoholic-free no, wine, zero like a small alcohol. glass was $12, a large glass was $20, and then the bottle, zero dollars for the Opera Bar Rosé 2023. <laughs> so she goes, I don't mind if I do. They give her the drink. Yep. And that's it. They, it doesn't come out of her account. Yeah, wow. Now, now, glitch, glitch, so then glitch. The question is, is it legal? So a person, a spokesperson for the New South Wales Police told Yahoo Finance that it wasn't against the law because that's an issue with the Opera Bar's app. They need to sort this out. It's on them. Damn. Um, but, but it does lead to a story from 2018 in which a group of students in China found a flaw in the KFC app, which meant they could order from the KFC app using certain coupons. And then they would go to a different app, a WeChat app. WeChat's like a very big social media slash... Um, yeah, so then they could somehow claim a refund for those coupons through that app. Anyway, they churned through, five students churned through $40,000 <laughs> worth of free chicken. They they bled the kernel dry. <laughs> and ended up in jail for the privilege. Oh, damn, went to jail. <laughs> yeah, for a couple of years as well, each of them. Because one was starting to sell it to his mates on the side. And so it all... They got 11 <laughs> years, one for every herb and spice. Damn. <laughs> so anyways, hopefully the backpacker um, who exploited the opera bar's uh, little app whoopsie doesn't get the same thing. But there you go, two headlines. Mel B doesn't think she could be scary spice today because people would be offended. Mm. And famous Aussie bar's awkward mistake on menu lands backpacker freebie. But is it legal? You've got mm. 10 seconds. Scary movie. One through four. <laughs> you know what? Close. Uh, I thought that you might think that it was a scary movie because of Mel B. Mm. Um, uh, but there is no movie in the, in the second Aussie bar. Aussie bar story. Okay. And I'm not saying that they're in the same order either. Think about it this way. Maybe I'll do it in this way. Famous Aussie bars, awkward mistake on menu lands backpacker freebie, but is it legal? Uh, Mel B doesn't think she could be scary spice. Bron, wait, Bron, do you know it? No, I don't have it. Uh, I was talking at the start. (laughs) Yes, back in the middle. All right, so you do have to flip it. 
And you, it's always about listening for Matt's <laughs> emphasis on words. Well, now I'm thinking words. of bar something. But yeah. What? And Mel. B. Yeah. Bar, oh, Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> we got it. There it is. Big movie. <laughs> Bugger Robbie. Greta Gerwig. Name that. Fine. Click, click, click. 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 Click, click, Wait, how do you play it again? What is it again? So you get a category, you're on a team, and then you can basically use, it's kind of like taboo, but you can use any word you want to describe it, and you're trying to get as many words. um, It's a bit like plank calls in that way. Yes. It's very similar to plank calls. How's your elbow going, Alex, by the way? Should we get that? Still dodgy. No. Going to the physio later today to figure out how the arm's going. I'll let you know, Bron, if Mm. we can get back on the plank. But uh, look, we are here to... um, ease your cravings for some clickbait articles. Bron has clicked them so we don't have to. What did you jump on board this week, Bron? This is from news.com. Headline, why these adult women dressed like teens? Oh, I saw this article and I didn't click on it. The system works. And I I was just thinking, I don't understand. Are they all going to, like, is it all a Taylor Swift concert thing and they're going because their friends or their daughters are there or something? Warmer, warmer. Pink? Colder, colder. (laughs) Blink-182 concert. They're going to a Jonas Brothers concert. Ah, the Jonas Brothers who are in town. Um, What was the journalistic story here? That there was a lot of elaborate hairdos. Apparently Princess Leia style, which I don't really remember being like. Yeah, I don't think thing. of that. As... I was in the Jonas Brothers time frame. I yeah. never did that except I dressed up once as Princess Leia. That was the only time that that ever came out. That hairstyle. It wasn't a regular yeah. thing. And it was for a Star Wars thing, not yeah. a Jonas Brothers. Thing. Are you a Jonas Brothers fan? What do they call them? Joni- Jonies or something? Um, oh, I actually don't know what their fans are called. I didn't mind Camp Rock. Nick always seemed cool. Joe, I don't like him since the Sophie Turner thing. Kevin, who cares? You know, that's oh, so funny because brutal. Backstreet Boys, who cares, is Kevin as well. Is it? Well, he's sort of like the tall guy with oh. the beard and must, uh, the mustache. Yeah, not much comes out about Kevin, does it? No, he's he's just living his life. Kevin's very much the JC Chazes of uh, of Backstreet Boys. JC Chazé, no, he's NSYNC, and he's probably the second most famous one after Justin Timberlake. No, I mean, Justin Timberlake was obviously a star. And then I feel like JC was like great, very talented, but he never really got that solo No, but love. he got a little bit of one, whereas the other three, yeah, you wouldn't even know their names. Yeah, Joey, Joey Fatoni, Lance Bass. And no, Lance Chris, Bass. Lance Bass. Lance Bass, Lance Bass, and Chris Kirkpatrick. <laughs> All right, hey. Say them again without looking at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I was an NSYNC fan. I, I bought their videos of their live performances so I could do their dance moves. Remember, I was in 4.1. Come on. I needed inspiration. Now, Jonas Brothers, old women are dressing up as teens. Would you do this, Bron? Would, what would you dress up well, if you were dressing up as a teen? Well, here he, he what the, the uh, clothes are. It's denim shorts, Converse, 
and some form of jeans and a nice top. That sounds like what I wear. Yeah, wow. yeah I would wear that. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a normal outfit. Half the world <laughs> wears that every day, not necessarily to a Jonas Brothers concert. Um, the, yeah. the line also, there was a line in this that said, the crowd was dressed the opposite of what you'd call chic. <laughs> what I just don't understand what this, what the um what the purpose of this article was meant to be. What were they trying to uncover? Do you know? I don't know, but um they also mentioned that there was an intermission during the concert, which people online I saw were a bit confused about. Yeah, not real intermissions these days in a concert. Yeah. Taylor did what three hours no intermission? Yeah, three hours straight. Yeah, God. Well, that's just boys for you, isn't it? <laughs> Poor little boys needed to, you know, oh, rest their toots, did they? <laughs> Tails out there just doing it all, three hours straight. Exactly. I'm going to blame Kevin for that one. <laughs> I don't know why. That's it. Well, Bron, thank you very much for bringing us the biggest news stories that we just had to click on over the weekend. Um, always appreciate it. And we'll catch you for another big edition next week. Thanks. And we will see you same time, same place tomorrow with another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. That's it. Have a good one. We'll catch you later. Bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.